Hey, Sean. Yes. I will bet you. You gonna bet me? One dollar and twenty-seven cents. Ain't got no money. Ain't got no money. Then I'll I'll, I'll bet you some (laughs) whatever lint's in your pocket that I can that I can make you smile. Okay. 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 What a lovely sound. I just want some lint, everyone. But I got to tell you, she was already smiling. <laughs> I was going to say. Was, you know, it's, it's like, you know. That, <laughs> to be fair, Bill. You know, uh, the, the uh, resting bitch face does not exist with Sean. <laughs> she has resting smile face. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you have a very jolly, very smiling face. RSF. RSF. I got, I got the RSF, everybody. Resting, smiling face. Yeah, which is a good thing to have. Good thing to have. Yeah. Welcome to, I guess it's, a, it's another Friday, not quite as frigid and... You know, here we go. <laughs> Episode 14. 14. Called I, uh, Get Your Hat. Catorce. Get your hat. Get your hat. Get your hat. Yeah. Grab your hat and your Bill just took cane. a selfie of us before we started with our hats on. Our hats on. Yeah. My, my white sheriff hat and your pink mm-hmm. doll hat. Because mm-hmm. so. our poem today has to do with the jangling keys. Jangling keys. And hats. And hats. Yeah. <laughs> and this is another uh, a poem that I Really like yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's, it's lovely, really well done. It's a lovely poem. So we're coming to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, Wacky Poem Life. Wacky I'm Sean. Poem Life. I'm Bill. <laughs> Again, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Where we take a a poem or something that someone has written from sometime in the ten years that we have been in existence, that the museum ten years has been around, that yeah. they've written and they've left in the museum for others to read and. Ponder. And I wonder when they've left this stuff if they they probably surely never imagined that their writing might be read out loud and discussed and pondered. I just can't imagine, especially back when we started and we were in my dad's old machine shop in that tin shed with the wood burning stove and uh, no air conditioning at first. I had to get a window unit for it. Um, it was pretty primitive. I'm sure people who were writing on the walls and post it notes and whatnot. Didn't think that those things were going to last. And yet, and yet they sought you out. <laughs> yes. They sought you out and felt like they wanted to participate. And, uh, you know, the seeds were planted, roots roots went down, and here we go. Mm-hmm. And I stuck, I took the post-it notes and I put them in boxes and I collected that stuff. Took yeah. pictures of the things that were written on the walls. And the thing finder found some things. <laughs> I, them away. the Pippi Longstocking <laughs> thing finder, cannot help but keep the things and find the things. Yes, yes. <laughs> thing finders will always be, uh, never, never be uh, uh, non-interested that's, you know that's correct that is true Absolutely. so <clears throat> this is also kind of a continuation of the last episode because we talked about a a poem that was written for the only mystery exhibit that we had many years ago yeah, yeah. and in it there were a bunch of little clips of um, pieces of paper with uh, typed Quotes from Perry Mason Mysteries by Perry Earl Mason. Stanley Gardner. Earl Stan- and you, I, I'm looking at the book that you are, uh, showed me, which is has an interesting cover. Yes. We should take a photo of this and post it. We'll do it that, Because yeah. they, I think that is interesting because I thought it was an alligator, and you said, no, it's, it's a dog. <laughs> well, look at the title of the book. <laughs> who, who pays attention to titles? I was looking at – I was trying to analyze, you know, being real analytical here. So, hmm. so the um, – so the prompt in the museum was take one of these little neat little phrases from uh, one of the Perry Nason books and include it in a poem of your own. Right. So write your poem around it. Write your poem around it. And um, this is typed. 
This is yes, typed. Um, there was a manual typewriter in the in the museum. So they had the you option of use, typing or, you could type or, or, it or write. write it. Yes. And they chose this phrase and they wrote this um, uh, poem around the phrase. And how how does this pertain to this book, Sean? Well, we can get into that. Okay, we'll get Actually, into that. Yeah, we should I'll, probably read the poem first. <laughs> I'll. Um, yeah, because I'll, I'll read that little passage like I did last week because um, okay. I, right. I have always loved the, the Perry Mason stories. I started reading them when I was a teenager, and as an adult, I was reading them again, and I there's just parts of them. Some of the dialogue is just so witty. And, yeah. yeah, very well done. Yeah. It stands yeah. the test of time. Like you said, might be a little bit They're dated, e- dated yeah. you yeah. know, but, but, of course. Yeah. Pearls and heels for the ladies. Yeah. Take yeah. dictation, you know. But um, the women were almost always hysterical. Oh, oh, right. But they had lovely hats. Lovely hats and in, 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 <laughs> and hysteria and hysteria and hysteria, <laughs> which was a good album by Def Leppard, by the way. <laughs> lovely hats and hysteria. And, and hysteria. Uh, well, hysteria was um, <laughs> after Pyromania. Okay. But right. I, but I digress. My tra- my train has left the track again. But um, when I read this, will I read the quote before I read the poem? Why don't you go ahead and say what the quote is, and then read the whole poem? Okay. Get your hat. We're going to go places. Okay. The summer heat sticks to the backs of our sunburned necks. Bare feet dig into cool dirt, toes curling the dust, trying to remember where spring went. And then the opening of a screen door and the promise of jingling keys. I thought that was very cool. Uh, Get your hat. We're going to go places. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I so you want me to read it before and after? I, you know, I, I, I'm I'm bad at visual clues here. You know, the the continuing rolling is like I'm just pointing continual. at him and making yeah. gestures and, and like, hand yeah. movements. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I should have turned my phone the other direction because I, I I could have read it a little. Uh, I was kind of squinting. That's fine. I mean, it's a, so this was a typed poem on a green index card, and then this person chose to use the quote as the ending line. Yeah. And did you notice sunburned has a space? That's interesting to me, and it probably means nothing at all. I think it's just the typewriter mess up. The typewriter decided Because there's some mess-ups on the typing on this. That's why it made it a little hard to read, too, I think. And that also makes it a little more um, interesting. So, like, you have to search for the meaning here and the the, uh, words. But But it's a beautiful little poem. I love the connotation of so many of the words, you know, opening, promise, remember, jingling, bare feet, cool dirt. And um, it's a great poem in the middle of winter to read it because is. it's a very summer, it's a very summer sunburned poem. summer poem. And it's a very tactile poem. Yes, very tactile. Very tactile. Um, in New Mexico, we didn't seem to have the heat that we have in summer. In Oklahoma, I had I spent summers here, winters, uh, school year in New Mexico. But I would come here and it was like an oven yeah. in the summer. You would walk out and it was like walking into a hundred blow dryers on high heat blowing at you and we had to stay outside because you know in or out close that door um and you had to do like in this poem it says bare feet dig in the cool dirt so you had to dig down in there to get to the coolness dig down in there that first layer dig down in that and and, and, right and you know uh, the sidewalks were pretty dang hot too. oh yeah don't touch the sidewalks what i remember not with your bare feet that's for sure and i also like you know uh trying to remember where spring went because spring sometimes is a quick 
yeah. season, and it's yeah. a distant memory. But, uh, I thought that was a really pl- beautiful fra- uh, phrase. It is. Trying to and remember where spring went. And that line stands out, too, because as you said, everything else is tactile. Mm-hmm. Every other line is a detail mm-hmm. about the feel of summer. And then it's, well, try to remember spring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Already. Yeah. And, and, but then and, summer's great because somebody comes along with their keys jingling and says, get your hat. Get your hat. We're going places. And, and I have a question for you, Sean. <laughs> I've been pondering again, as I do. Um, the word jingle. Yeah. I don't know. Jingle. Jingle is a good word, and jingle is a word that, in my opinion, I don't think that younger people really appreciate or say that much because I think we're now in a fob society. Huh. So I think we need to just the, – the term people jingle – People don't have keys, People huh? – uh, uh, technology is going toward fobs. So I, th- I was thinking, hmm, how do you jingle a fob? <laughs> or do you say, you know, my fob is jingling. And then they're like, you know what? I, we're in mixed we, company. Yeah, we uh, don't we, – we, 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 We're not sure what that means, you know, exactly. Stop the train. Yeah, but I thought the word jingle, when you say uh, jingling keys, and jingle is something that's in so many great songs. Mm-hmm. Jingle I, Bell Rock. Uh, um, um Hot down summer in the city, the back of my neck is in, 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 part of this poem. And uh, jingle bells as a kid, doesn't that get you excited to, yeah, to be in a, yeah. behind a one-horse sleigh with jingling? And, That's so, an excellent point. I didn't even think about that, that people don't have jingling keys so I don't much think, anymore. I don't think that, – that's why I wanted to jingle. Fob is so very unpoetic, isn't Fob it? is so – and you know what? In about 200 years, they're going to say, and the retina scan <laughs> auto start for my for – my, uh, uh, Whatever whatever vehicle is in motion, it's not, nah, not going to be a car. No. My retina scan, you know, yeah, yeah. It just they won't be getting a hat just, either. They don't have no hat. Some kind of, I don't know, auto shield, space it, it, age it, helmet, protective protective, protective uh, film barrier that you auto project onto yourself. No fedora, you know? no, no fedora, Holmberg, no, no, nothing. But jingle uh, is 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 a, a lost word in my opinion, or a word that is losing ground. Um, and I remember that uh, you know. I used to love the sound of jingling keys or this uh, 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 keys jingling. Mm-hmm. My dogs love the sound of jingling keys. Except when people are talking like a speaker and oh, they've got no. their hands in the pocket jingling oh, the keys yeah. while they're no. – Keys are coins. That's no, a no, 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 no. Big no, no. Big no, no. Right. <laughs> another, another thing that <clears throat> is very tactile that I don't know is um, quite well known these days – the opening of a screen door yeah. and the sound of a, an, an, a coil spring on a, on a wooden slatted screen door yes. is just, to me, so melodic. Yes. And the way, even the way it will slam sometimes shut, I just love that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what there is about that. I just love the opening and the creak and the slam. And I just heard all of these things in this poem, and I really uh, enjoyed that. And, very much and people don't have screen doors so much anymore either they really do not they are like storm doors you yeah know? and you have this auto lock system with your home technology that auto locks and you know lock it from your office and get home and unlock it and there's no art in it no any there's no like you said there's no creak of the screen no door creak. there's no wind that's coming in through the no jingle the tiny keys. wires right you, know? you can't get wind through a storm door it's true. The way the, wi- the wind will whistle. Bill, through we're freaking old. We're a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, you know. Sean and I took. Excuse a, us, younger people. Sean and we're I took just a, gone down this whole lamenting. T- <laughs> Sean and I took a, 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 a tai chi class this week for old, and it, it's for older adults. Yeah. Which I was kind of offended by that title. Older. By the way, it doesn't say old. It's just older. I said. Oh, it said uh, older. It doesn't say older than what? But it, it, it just but older. I got there and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you know, I guess I do fit in here. You know. As we creak and pop, speaking of sounds, 
and snap and we crackle. We survived it, though. We did we survive st- it. We stood and moved for an entire hour. We sure did. And yeah. I tried, we tried to move slowly and gracefully, and, you know, we're getting there. So, yeah, yeah, we were, we're, we'll get there some way, somehow. So this poem is um, it's the opposite of last week's, the one that we read last week. The person who wrote that poem, they used the, the Perry Mason quote as their first line. Okay. And then this one uses it as the last line. And it's um, if you, you all are from if you all are familiar with the old Perry Mason series, I know there's a new one. It's it's quite a bit different, but the in the old series, Paul Drake was the private detective that Perry Mason used for all his cases, and this line is Perry talking to to Paul. I see because they're getting okay. ready to take off, and I I love this little scene, so I'm going to read it okay. from the uh, case of the howling dog. This Ooh. was only Earl Stanley Gardner's fourth book. Okay. So the Mason and Drake are talking, and um, Drake, you know, he kind of he he tries not to get in trouble because sometimes Perry wants him to do things that he thinks, oh, I'm going to lose my license if I do that. So they're talking about something. Then Mason says, "Were you going to tell me how to practice law? I might tell you," said Paul Drake, "how to keep out of jail. I don't know law, but I know thin ice when I see it." A lawyer, said Perry Mason slowly, who wouldn't skate on thin ice for a client ain't worth a damn. Suppose you break through, Drake asked. Listen, Mason told him, I know what I'm doing. He walked to the desk, took his forefinger, and drew it along the blotter. There's the line of the law, he said. I'm going to come so damn close to that line that I'm going to rub elbows with it. But I'm not going to go across it. That's why I want witnesses to everything I do. What are you going to do, asked Drake. Plenty, said Perry Mason. Get your hat. We're going to go places. Such as, Drake wanted to know, the Breedmont Hotel. Breedmont Hotel. We're going. <laughs> We're going to go places. We've got places. our fedoras on. We're going. And you got to get your hat on. And, and our keys are jingling. We're going to get in that sedan and peel out. Big car. Big black car. Yeah. 57 <clears throat> Ford Skyliner. To be, to be specific. <laughs> to be specific. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> hey, I, I've got, I'm a found Perry Mason yeah. trivia. It's, yeah. it's rather sad. Well, yeah. <laughs> We needed to be on one of the on, on one of those uh, uh, Jeopardy, you know. I'll take Perry Mason for two hundred. I like I just like the whole scene, you know, and then the metaphor of the breaking through the ice and all that. And right, like, well, right. You're not you're not a lawyer worth a damn if you're not willing to break through the ice. Yeah, yeah. Ask the tough questions. <laughs> and I noticed on the back of this book here, this would also be a good line. Is a will valid no matter how a man dies? <laughs> yeah. That's a bit, hey, smell that book, Bill. Okay. <laughs> Hang on, people. You know, it, it has a pleasant, musty smell. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me while I sneeze. No, it really is. Um, I enjoy that smell. It's, I do, it, too. It's a smell of um, – It's of the decomposition pa- of the pages. Pages as, as they age. Yeah, yeah. And it's very pleasant. I yeah. put that in the category of uh, t- tobacco smoke, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I'd wear a perfume with with that well i should be called something <laughs> warm tobacco smoke and aged oh i'm uh, sure yeah, library it pages. is yeah that'd make you a good candle <laughs> truly you know for a library it I, would. I love that you know i love walking into a an old library that has the old books that mm-hmm. are really decomposing right because that smell is great. yeah or an old bookstore you know and they even have warm tobacco pipe is one of the best selling uh fragrances for i don't know if it's yankee or something uh, we we walk, actually own that. Walking into an old bookstore where a guy's been smoking a pipe. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 
olfactory overload. Absolutely. And he's, sit, he's sitting at the desk between behind piles of books. You can't even see him, you know. And yeah. You walk and you walk past and you hear him and you're like startled. I was oh, gonna, sorry. That happened to me once. Do you, do you know the difference between jingle and jangle? Is there a difference? Jingle and jangle. Well, jangle is jingle's southern cousin. He's got an accent. <laughs> Did you just look that joke up? I made that up. Oh, you I made, made it up. It's right here. I was thinking to myself, you know, because because I was uh, on on Rudolph, one of my favorite You're movies to of all time. Me with the no, jokes no, 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 no. I promise, I'm not. <laughs> the Burl Ives sings "Jingle Jangle oh, Jingle," of course. No, no, no. Yeah. and then how about Mister Mister Bojangles? And I thought, have they mispronounced jingles? But. Jangle and jingle. I thought, you know, when you say jangle, you could be saying jingle, but you could be Blanche Devereaux saying jangle. Are, <laughs> are you talking about me as you're saying no, 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 in no, the no. second person? You have an Oklahoma accent. I, I'm talking about southern accent, Mississippi, Alabama. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. All yeah. Right. And also, I'm from the south. People, I was born in the south, so don't be sending me your tweets because i don't because i don't i don't even have a, a tweeter don't don't send him a tweet don't, don't put it in an envelope and put his unless name you got on 20 it. bucks in there to, to to try to get my attention or something well i was just thinking as i was reading that passage you know this the the stories the perry mason stories are set in la and and uh, gardner was a you know california I, I, i'm sure it, i did not do that it's very elegant justice. paul drake Yes. California, large yeah. cars, hats. Yes. Yes. It's elegant. It's a you know, it's it's a it's a step back into a, a, another. Uh, even back in the day, it was considered an elegant form of uh, uh, entertainment. You know. Yeah, and I was looking up hat because in just my head, I thought, well, he was wearing a fedora. That Perry Mason wore a fedora. Yeah. Did, but. I don't really think it was. Was it not? No, because when I went on, I actually went to a website. It was called, what was it called? The uh, hat, hatrealm.com. Hmm. And it, there was the surprising origins of the fedora hat. And so it, it, in describing the fedora, which was named after a character in a play, that's where it came from, Princess Fedora. I thought, well, that was, wasn't really what he was wearing. Because it's like this pink hat mm -hmm. that I had on them sitting here. It comes to an angle, comes right. to a point. Um, the top of it does, and that's not the kind of hat that well, I maybe see in it his was pictures. More, maybe it was more of an everyday hat. Maybe fedora is more of a dress hat. I, that I was, don't know. Yes, and I think Trag, Lieutenant Trag in the series, he wore a fedora, even though it had a wide brim. But then I read something about, well, it was a Homburg hat, which Homburg. I'd never heard of. No. Had you heard of a Homburg Sounds hat? German. Perhaps. Well, it has a crease down the middle, but it doesn't come to this point like the fedora does. Yes, it's a from a German town. That's the name where the name comes from. So it's characterized by a single dent, commonly referred to as the gutter crown running down the center. Gutter crown catching the rain. <laughs> yes. Know. Yeah. Um, and it and usually the brim is rolled. So it, Perry Mason didn't wear a hat a lot of the time. But in some of the pictures, you can see he has it on, and it looks like maybe it's a Homburg. I don't Humber. know. That would Does be anybody a, care? I just went someone, off on hats. Someone, <laughs> someone may be sending us this information. I think you know, hats are important. They used to be all the rage. Yeah. All the rage. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I think they're fascinating. I think fascinators are fascinating, which is a – isn't that a British hat for British women? Fascinators? Could be. Yeah. You know, they wear these really ornate hats. Yeah. We should look this up also. But well, they became um, 
they really became popular when in the because of movies, because of Hollywood and all the actors, you know, Humphrey Bogart. Oh, yes. And so Cary yes, Grant. Right. Wearing the, the fedora and these, you know, these. Beautiful suits with the. With yes. The, and the hat made the suit. And, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And all the women in their hats. And uh, it's just a neat thing in the show. And that's one of the reasons why I like this quote that this person used for their poem, too, is yeah. because it refers to. The hat. Get your hat. We're going to go we're places. We're going to go places. Because you have your hat on. You, 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 that's why we're going places. Do you Keys know, are jingling. Do you know why the pirate uh, was wearing a paper towel for a hat? Because the, the monkey stole his hat or the parrot <laughs> ate it. He had a bounty on his head. Bounty. <laughs> <laughs> the quicker picker upper. <laughs> Oh my! I w- I think that we should, along with tickle your, tickle that cheese, we need to have a shirt that says "Jangle those keys." Jangle those keys. Jangle those jingle keys. Jangle jangle. Would you ever say jangle jingle? No, it'd always be it's jingle jangle, wouldn't jingle, it? Jingle jangle jingle. No no no. There's I a am name. Chris Kringle. There is a name for that. You know, it's like TikTok. You would never say talk tick. Right. There's a name for that. The, se- uh, the, the sequence, sequence of vowels. follows. Yeah. Is that what it is? I can't remember what it's, it's just called. just sounds right to us mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, we will, you know, we're, we're here for this information. <laughs> you know, put, we, th- our thinking caps and hats are on, as you will see. I think the person writing this poem Probably likes road trips. That's what I was thinking of, too. Get your hat. We're going to go places. And isn't that another thing that is kind of a um, the, the the day trip, the Sunday trip, the road trip, the road vacation trip um, has kind of gone by the wayside. But, you know, get the picnic basket. Put the kids in the back. Get the dog mm-hmm. on the roof, whatever. I'm, I'm sorry. Not on the roof. <laughs> In the back, in the seat, we're gonna go. We're gonna go places. If you're the Beverly Hillbillies, a dog might have been. Well, that's exactly it. right. You know, load up that rocking chair, Granny. But uh, uh, yeah, Tom Joad and his family loading up the the car to take off to. California you know, as a child, I took depression. road trips. I, uh, you know, from New Mexico to Oklahoma and to Utah and around. You didn't put a dog on your roof, uh, well, we, did you? We, we I, somehow the dog was taken care of, maybe. But I'm not, maybe someone <laughs> surely fed our dog because you know she was there when we got home. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was well fed, well taken care of. I found a poem that was about, um, well, it's <laughs> it's a strange poem, but it, it's about road trips, sort of, and uh, I thought I'd read that. Okay. It's by Julia Sharman, and it was a winner of the Academy of American Poets Prize in 2017, and it's called How to Be a Vegetable or Nothing at All. Oh. Get in the car and drive. Count every headlight. Some of them are missing. One of them is yours. End up at a gas station in the middle of nowhere. Try not to stare at every stranger. Piss in the bathroom. Buy a pack of cigarettes and a giant Slurpee. Apologize to the body of the fly stuck in the fluorescent light. Keep driving. Pull over on the side of the highway. Sit on the hood of the car with the items you've bought. Drink the Slurpee until your brain has frozen over. Smoke. <laughs> you don't have a lighter. Dip two cigarettes into your drink. For a brief moment, consider eating them. <laughs> Throw them on the ground. Pick them up and apologize to the earth. Have a conversation with the moon. She sees you. Turn around and go home. Walk through the door and greet your cat. Remember, you don't have a cat. <laughs> Sit in the bathtub. Count every hair on your body. None of them are missing. All of them are yours. Don't be a boy or a girl. Go to the kitchen and make a sandwich. 
Use all the condiments in your fridge. Break apart the fresh head of lettuce. Rub it on your skin. Wear it as a hat. Wear it as a mask. You are now the lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> that is an adventure. That is a, that is a adventure. that was a full day. Yeah, that was a full day. The full day driving yes. with and with the Slurpee and the cigarettes and, and not must, having a lighter. I and... must admit, as a young boy who traveled <laughs> with my family in a car and stopped at uh, rest uh, yes. gas stations. Yes. There are some things in a men's gas station restroom <laughs> that a, a boy has never seen before that I thought, what the heck is this? Somebody needed to apologize for them, and didn't I, they? Well, and I, I cannot repeat. I'm not going to say what they were, but I thought, you know, I just like, I need to look at this for a while. I have never seen these things. It's like, what? You know? Because, you know, I, I, why, where would I see them, I suppose? The main but, road trip we went on when I was young was, was just like every Sunday we drove out to Rose, Oklahoma. What, Rose. Eight miles from here. Okay. I don't know how far it is. That was a Sunday to trip? To the grandparents' house, yes. Okay. And we would stop often at the rock store on the way called, because rock. it's a building made out of rocks. The rock store? Rock store. <laughs> and get cinnamon toothpicks. Oh. Do you remember those? I do remember cinnamon, cinnamon tooth- toothpicks. Yes, I do. Getting it nice and hot when you first put it in your, in your mouth. <laughs> Which is a stupid thing. A toothpick. It yeah, tastes the, like cinnamon. It's exotic, though. And you have fresh breath for five minutes. Yes. And... Uh, Candy cigarettes. Ooh. Oh, candy cigarettes. Candy cigarettes. Which, by the way, are so hard to light. <laughs> they just drip. I've lit them, folks. I've but lit you them. know, if you went on this road trip, you don't need a lighter for candy you don't cigarettes. Need a, you don't need a lighter. You'd Who be knew? Good. Who knew? Yeah. And, and what else? Oh, and the wax pop bottles. Oh, yeah. Full of the Kool-Aid mixture. Yeah. And you ate the pop bottle, too. You bite into it, it squirts out, gross. and it's the sweetest thing. And then it, the wax turns kind of uh, um, oh lumpy and grainy. <laughs> You know, and I'm How sure, long did that sit in your stomach? Do you think that wax? I'm sure it's the well, Sean. I never swallowed my wax. I think that I, I think that's the wrong thing to do. You know, don't swallow. I remember the, you eating don't swallow it. that wax. I mean, I didn't eat the whole bottle, but I think I. Oh, ate I'm, the, I'm the, sure I swallowed some wax. Who? who, who it's got to be the biggest choking hazard ever. You know, those little little pop, uh, you know, liquid filled things. You are being arrogant over there I'm about sorry. not swallowing wax. I swallowed Come some on, wax. Admit I it. swallowed some wax in my day. I admit it. I admit it. And those candy necklaces that you bite on, and then you know they'd, have, sal- oh, they'd yeah. have saliva on them, and they'd be around your neck, and then you'd be like, "Why is my neck so sticky?" You know. Oh my goodness, such amazing things, and very very safe, no danger at all. Swallowing wax, you know, back in the click clack days. Clickety-clack. Yeah, or the clacker days. (laughs) Black eye clacker days. (laughs) Oh, my. You ready for some more jokes? Ready or not, folks, here I am. These these are jokes about sunburn. Oh. Because we have sunburn that figures highly in this poem. And I looked up that word sunburn. Sunburn. With my... My boyfriend, my lover, okay. my okay. paramour, paramour, the online paramour. Etymolo- etymology dictionary. Mm. Okay. But I don't know. <laughs> Here's some jokes. The letters in the English alphabet go to the beach. Every letter gets sunburned except except Y, X, except W, X, Y, and Z. Why? Um, they all get sunburned except W, X, Y, and Z. W, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. W. Those are at the end, maybe because the sun is down by the time they get to those letters. <laughs> that's a good, I, that's I a good guess. They had UV protection in front. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course they do. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> I got uh, sunburned once, and the doctor told me to get in a bathtub full of milk to soothe the that's, sunburn. Which would be expensive. Well, I asked him, you pasteurized? And he said, "No, just up to your neck. Up to your knee. Up to up to your neck. 
That's still a lot of milk, folks. <laughs> up to your neck in milk. It's a milk bath. Not pasteurized, milk just bath. up to the neck. <laughs> milk bath. <laughs> oh. What do you call a psychoanalyst with a sunburn? Psychoanalyst with a sunburn. I would say a pink mess. Who, who was a famous psychoanalyst? Freud. Freud? Um, uh, you had the other word. Pink, pink Freud. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> We're going to be on Jeopardy next week. Oh, excuse me, $25,000 pyramid. We're going to win that sucker. Is it $25,000 pyramid oh, still? Oh, no, it's on, it's, on, it's on the old, you know. Oh, okay. But I still get excited, even though I probably have seen them before. <laughs> turn, the, turn that box. Turn that box. Yeah, oh, you know it. Yeah. Okay, so, so what my, um, my lover, the online etymology dictionary, told me about sunburn was, hey, that word comes from two words, sun, sun and, and burn. burn. Sunny. It's, <laughs> it's that largest star that we're close to when it throws off too many UV rays and your, your, your melanin rises and then it turns pink. But I've, it had, did tell, I've had many of them. <laughs> it did tell me about the word sun, though. It comes from the Proto-Indo-European root, sol, meaning the sun. And it, the Old English version uh, was feminine, but the feminine pronoun was only used to the 16th century, and then the masculine prevailed. So what, what was the— Is fem- it the story of our history? It should be the her- masculine prevailed. Shouldn't it be herstory, in your opinion, herstory? You know, but, but, but the masculine prevailed after the masculine, 16th century. But what was the feminine? S-U-N-N-E. Okay. Mm-hmm. How would you pronounce that? Sune. Sune. Sune burn. In well, Old English, I think okay. that's how you'd pronounce it. I don't, you know. Yeah. Once again. Sune, Sune Brennan. Sune Brennan. Because yeah, burn comes from Brennan. Be on fire. Be consumed by fire. Be inflamed yeah. with passion or desire. Be ardent. Destroy. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fantastic to have a beautiful <laughs> mare with this gold, flowing golden orange hair and call her Sune Brennan? No. No? Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Never mind. Shoot me down. <laughs> well, maybe it'd be a good beer. Something. <laughs> it'd be good for something. Interesting. You know, I remember sunburns as a child. I would I would play till I outside till I you know the dark uh, in Oklahoma typically, and I would you know go to bed and wake up and I, uh, my skin would have flaked, and the, so I wake up and I feel like I'm laying in a in a bed of sand. You're a flake. I'm a flake, and I, it was like, oh my gosh, look at this. I am peeling. You know. <laughs> Had a gorgeous tan, but I was peeling, you know. So my mother had, had part Native American. So um, my sister was even darker. My twin sister is even darker than I, much darker than I am, actually. She looked very Native, but you, I don't you know still why. still got flaked, though. I still got, I'm still a flake. <laughs> I'm still a flake. Yeah, absolutely. I am still. I'm proud of it. Proud of my flakiness. <laughs> I was wanting to read this poem one more time oh. before we finish. The summer heat sticks to the backs of our sunburned necks. Bare feet dig into cool dirt, toes curling the dust, trying to remember where spring went, and then the opening of a screen door and the promise of jingling keys. Get your hat. We're going to go places. It just speaks motion. It just gets, motion. Yeah. It just speaks of of we are we're on the move. On the move. We're not sitting idly idly anymore. You know, with a sting of sting on the back of our necks. We're going places. Get your hat. I was, I was thinking. What well, what would you title it? Because this person didn't put a title on it. Um. Well, I. I, I would. Uh, I have to think about that. But it would be something about. Uh, um. Uh, going somewhere, going going places. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know. Just I, going places. Adventure, you know, you know. Yeah. 
I oh. like whenever whenever I ride a. You know what a I would coin. call it, Sean? Um, let me interrupt you. I would call this road trip. <laughs> well, okay. Road trip. Yeah. Road trip. If you were going to take a line or a phrase from the poem itself as a title, though, what, okay. oh, what would that be? Okay. Okay. That's what uh, I like to do oh, a lot of the times. Yeah. I would call it jingling keys. Jingling keys. Jingling keys. I like that. I, because jingling. Uh, I wrote this down in my notes, my research notes. Jingling, in my opinion, is is the uh, word that makes this poem. Jingling, I love that word. I love jingling. It certainly stands out. It stands out. Yeah. And it's the promise of jingling the promise. keys. The promise of jingling keys means the promise of motion, of going, of new, seeing new sights and, and new, new sounds and new things. Yeah. yeah. Thank we you so much, the, the person who, who wrote this poem. It is lovely. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, we may never know who you are, and we yet we may someday. We don't. We don't know. So yeah, and it's not. <laughs> I have written down here. I had some lines from the book, "The Case of the Howling Dog," that that one comes comes from. And a little bit earlier, Perry had said, "You don't need to pull all that hokum." So <laughs> this hokum. is a poem that has no hokum in it at all. Hokum. <laughs> is is that nonsense? What is hokum? Uh, I think he's probably was like diversion. You know, diversionary. Oh. You need to things pull, pull that somebody that. was saying, yeah. Okay. Leave that hokum at all home. All that extraneous. Let's get to it. Yeah. Yeah, like we said last time. Brass are tacks. you Are you? Yeah, get to the brass tacks. Yeah. Are you just talking or are you saying something? Yeah. He had yeah. A, another line that said, keep your thoughts to yourself because you're going to want to forget them later on. Oh, that is excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remember to forget. I have lots of thoughts I need to forget sometimes. <laughs> Same. Same. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for being with us on this episode. Share us. Look at the pictures on wackypoemlife.com. You can see Bill yeah. and uh, me and our, our hats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, That's a sight to see. And the cover, and the cover of the book, too. Yeah. yeah. Jingle those keys. <laughs> Jingle those keys. Tickle that cheese. <laughs>